I pack water, but that's because I'm on team hydrate and not team dihydrate. I'm all about that hydration, you know? So I, I preach it in my work. I preach it in my life. Uh, I drink water all day long. So I need all that water uh, just because that's me. But water oh. is super important. When I'm in a car, I try to have a gallon on hand too. Yeah. No, and I actually found out uh, after that horrific experience I had, I couldn't, like, honestly, like, that's how people die. Like, you hear those stories. Like, they start throwing up and, and then they just get, you wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clank. Click. Click, clack. Clickety clack. Click, click, <laughs> click, clack. You know, so I listen to the podcast so I can get better at it. <laughs> you know, it's like listen to yourself, practice, you know, practice not saying certain things and whatnot and take note. But I, uh, I always, I always get mad at the end of our episode when you play your uh, ukulele and it goes, da -da 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 -da, you know, like playing along. Yeah. And then it ends. And it just oh, ends. I want the clink. I want the clink. I want it to say clink. <laughs> the very end, just a click. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you guys let us know too. You know, Shoot honestly, I I didn't think like anybody, and I mean literally anybody, made it all the way to the end. <laughs> it could just be me. I mean, I the my problem because it rolls into my other podcasts. So oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. That's and so you're just, you are. I'm a true wanderer. Well, I mean, you know, it does have the like dun 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 dun. Oh, I know. So it, it, ends. it does end, but like personally, I'm like clink. I, I say it out loud all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's even funny. when I'm editing them, I don't even go that far. Well, maybe you could and and see if you clink too. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, but I'm excited. Today we have some great stuff to talk about. No, no paranormal, no kind of weird things. You know, three weeks ago, Bigfoot. The following week, spooky stories. The weekend after that, we had Everyday Backpacker coming on, telling us how he got his trail name because he apparently saw a mule. You know, a lot of confusion. Are things real? Are things not real? This week, all real shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because you're not wrong. We've been kind of going crazy. We dropped, you know, all them trips, them reviews, everything we do for you guys. Um, which we appreciate you guys. Don't get me wrong. We just got some new stickers in. Let me show. Let me show. What, what, what? We got the album cover. And we got the holographic logo. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. So if you want one or are interested in getting one, make sure to hit us up. And we will reach out and figure something out. We'll get you some stickers. Hit us up. Or even better, if you leave a review on Apple, we will hit you up. We will say your username on the podcast. We will say, hey, Hit us a gup again for some stickers, some swag, some fun. Um, I don't know. Maybe I will even personally write you a thank you letter 
with one of my amazing dad jokes that we all know. I say once in a while that we all know and love. And I'm excited. I mean, guys, these are cool stickers. The holographic wandering way sticker Bigfoot edition is pretty fly. Not going to lie. And if you want those, you can email me wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com. W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, tell me your favorite Markism that you <laughs> that you know that Mark likes to that the Reverend likes to drop on you. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with some other stickers, too. Um, no, we want, we love you guys. We love our wanderers and are super stoked and happy that you guys follow along. Um, and we love you for it. So thank you. Um, shoot, shout us out on the Instagrams and the, the Facebooks and whatever you guys like, let us know. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll make it happen. Like subscribe, all that fun stuff. Comment on the YouTube, check out the YouTube. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff on the YouTube. Um, that's worth not just the checking out the podcast where you can see our faces, but you can also check out other things that we have on the podcast. So please make sure you check out the podcast, the Instagrams, emailing, liking, subscribing, all of sharing it, telling your friends uh, about it, all of that stuff. Make sure you tell and share and all of it because uh, we appreciate it when you do that because it helps us not only spread the word, but we'll also get better because we start hearing things about the podcast as well. Exactly. Exactly. We love you guys for it too. Well, should we spoil what we have in sport? I mean, I guess if they read the title. Yeah. yeah. Who reads? It's always like, well, we're going to spoil it, but really the spoiler's in the title and it's why you guys clicked on. So it's not really a spoiler. Um, But what we are going to talk about today is we are actually going to break down our favorite hiking gear for when we go on trips, whether it is a regular kind of camping, traditional camping, like with your family where you go, you set up shop and uh, you kind of go, that's your home base. Or if you're going to go out back country into the thicket of the wilderness, what is the stuff that we like to have, things that we consider are important, things that we just want to have with us if we can carry it, manage it. Uh, if it makes this list, we probably are prioritizing it so we have it. Um, but yeah, so that's what today's episode is about. Um, we have no affiliation with any of these products. So when you hear us say we like it, it's because we actually do really enjoy it. We are not getting paid to say we like it. No, exactly. I, I agree with these are, and uh, you know, I might, I'm not going to get into the product names on some of them just because like a sleeping bag's a sleeping bag, you know, you're going to get your, your 40 degree, 20 degree, what you want for the temperature, et cetera. You know, that's, that's more what I care about when it comes down to, uh, the overall performance of some of these items um, is just, just if they'll meet the metrics. I don't necessarily care brand, but there are some like, for example, my life straw water bottle. I take that every time I'm out in nature because you never know if you're going to cut yourself off water. And if you can find access to water, there's a creek, there's a stream, there's a river. That's, that's the number one source of life. If you have access to that you can survive off anything, I think. So yeah, water's huge important. Um, I know you have the life straw, uh, which is super awesome. I 
don't like my filtration system. I do have a filtration system. I have two different filtration systems. I don't like either one. Um, so I'm always kind of out there looking for a newer one to um, kind of improve my water filtration. So um, I've looked into Lifestraw. I just want kind of something bigger because I like a water bottle with me or filling up a camel pack. Um, so I want somewhere I can filter some water instead of just drinking out of the straw, which is super helpful, but, um, it's just a preference of mine. Um, but the life straw is pretty, it's, it's legit. I'm not going to lie. I see you use it. I'm oftentimes jealous. Yeah, no, I, I have not got Giardia, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You always see like the commercials or ads of people like literally drinking out of the uh, the stream. So it's, I, I don't know. Have you done that with yours? Yeah. When we did Quartz Lake that time I did out of that, out of Quartz Lake. I I didn't know uh, you did it straight from. Oh, straight from. Grab the water bottle, put it in there, put the filter in and. No, know? no, no. Like literally just stream straw mouth. No water bottle as the middle. Well, my mine works better as a as like within the water bottle system than like as a straw because the filter's also on the sides yeah that one versus like i think the actual straw itself is just all at the bottom yeah so it that's it, what it, i was curious if you just like poked your straw in and went i mean i think thea has a straw or tyler has a straw one of those two got they got one in their gift exchange um but they would be they, they like yeah that one would work but i've seen people do it yeah no i mean i'm sure it works it's just that's their app and yeah it's like it's like when you buy a computer and they say you can spill stuff and it will be okay with a laptop you're like i want to believe it and i want to test it out but i'm a little wary about it i'm not nah, no yeah yeah electronics don't risk it <laughs> Why? Well, right. don't don't push the button I, I wouldn't risk it with Giardia either. Um, that's not a fun experience. No. That is not, not a that's not a fun experience. But I, I mean I'm taking that. I'm taking that. And, we're, and today I guess we're kind of going to talk about the back country as well as your your everyday camp. And I'm taking that water with me to both. Yeah. Yeah, you have. I mean, I, I see it with you all the time. So it's my travel water bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of these items are kind of both. Um, the way, at least the way I travel, I, I've noticed a lot. I was trying to think I was doing the prep for this and I was like, well, what do I bring when I'm not in the back country or like vice versa? And I was like, well, my setup is usually about the same um, when it comes to the general, you know, because my top item is my hammock setup because I love sleeping out of a hammock. And that's not bad. Um, I also have one and it's a good, it's a good way. You, I mean, you use it both ways. It is a sleeping bag. Um, what I like sometimes is if you, if you know the weather and you really, it's not going to rain, you can really like, it, it, it can minimize a tent in situations. See, uh, it's my everything because my yeah. setup, you know, I have, I mean, I have the hammock, I have my sleeping bag, I have a sleeping pad uh, that I use for the insulation in the hammock, and then I have a tarp that I travel with, 
So if I think it is going to rain, I will oftentimes put it up. And I mean, that keeps me real toasty. I've been in some very cold places. When we woke up outside the Grand Canyon, there was ice on the tarp. And I mean, I was warm and toasty in my sleeping bag. Um, when we had the thunderstorms, uh, when we were in Glacier this last time overnight, I set my tarp up. I wasn't wet. Um, if it's hot out, it's, I mean, my setup, I take it everywhere, whether I'm in the backcountry or not in the backcountry. It's my kind of go-to. Yeah, no, I think that's a good one. And, and for me, it, it, it really depends uh, on the weather, where we're going, if it's a tent or my hammock. Um, I've started to get more into it. Uh, but typically, I've been a tented sleeping bag guy. And like I said, for me, my sleeping bag, it, it depends on where we're going, when we're going, how we're going, right? And, and like, okay, it's December or it's the fall. I'm going to want a warmer sleeping bag. You know, if it's the summer, I can get away with a less warmer one. Um, and yeah, I'll throw it in my, my, uh, my tent or my hammock too, or my tent. And uh, I just have a basic like Walmart four pole tent, something small, because it sleeps me. And that's all I really need it for. I can throw it in my backpack if I'm going to that, the back country, but I can throw it in my, uh, uh, you know, I could, I could throw it in my Jeep if we're just camping at a campsite, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have a tent too. I've had it for God. Shoot. I think I've had it for like 15 years. Now I've had the same tent. Um, and oftentimes other people will use it more than I do. Um, it'll be like, Hey, I need a tent. Can I borrow one? And I go, yeah, sure. Here, let's bring my tent. Um, like when I did the trip with Phil and Vince, uh, they they used my tent the whole time. Uh, yeah, that's a prime example. They're not going to bring a tent from Germany just for uh, a trip, and it's a decent tent. It's a great tent. I mean, it's lasted fifteen years and it does fantastic. So it's got to be some. It's, it's got to be decent. <laughs> yeah, I think I've used that tent too when we went down to uh, when we did our big trip because it's one of those ones that you just have it in your car. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't need to pack it. You know, and that's that's the other thing too is when you're going to some of these destinations, you really have to, I guess, plan. And this is part of that is planning what gear to bring. And and right now we're hitting on kind of those those like necessities, those must haves. And I, you know, um, and I think that's good because that that's something you're going to need uh, in in if you're going to do these things if you're going to camp. Um, cause then there comes like the other things like, Oh, bring a speaker. If you're going to one where you're just taking your car, yeah, you're sitting around the campsite, you have a speaker in the morning, go for it. Uh, bring firewood, you know, but when you're in the back country, sometimes you have to harvest your own firewood or there are no fires in the back country in some places. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're shit out of luck and you got to bring a jet boil. Um, but I, I mean, I bring my jet boil too, when I'm camping out of my car, um, it really just depends. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Jet Boy is a great example of it's great for backcountry. Um, but I use it, I use it all the time, everywhere, regardless of what kind of camping I'm doing. But it, yeah, you're right, it does depend, right? So I guess a big, big difference for me when it comes to like what am I taking to the backcountry versus what am I just taking when I'm uh 
when I'm in a car and we're doing like a long road trip, more kind of trip, um, you know, I like to have a cooler, uh, just a cooler that I kind of put everything in that it can keep for the long run. Um, so that's one of the things I'm not taking a cooler in the back country um, no. type deal. You're taking frozen food, MRE type stuff, which, and then that, based on how long you're going, that's what you're also planning and you're adding to your weight of, I think, in the back country. Um, top ramen, top ramen. Well, yeah, obviously you're going to go lightweight and whatnot, but some people don't think that way. You know, they're going to bring cans of soup. Um, and that adds up if you put four or five of those, you're going for five, six days. And I get it. You're going to want that can of soup too one of those days because you're like, I'm tired of eating top ramen. Or I'm tired of fucking eating, you know, frozen rice, you know, freeze dried rice and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, my go-to for any trip, um, which we have talked about on this podcast before and uh, patent is still pending for the PB and J station. Cause I love my PB and J's. Um, I, I will, I will clean out my glove box. I will clean out my, my middle console there sometimes just to set up a PB and J station. So that patent pending. It's so nice. It's sometimes when you're going from place to place, you don't want to stop for lunch because you got a hundred miles more to drive. Yeah. You don't want to stop for dinner or, oh, we're, we're, we're going hiking today. Let me make a quick peanut butter and jelly sandwich and throw it in my backpack and we're going up. Yeah. And I will take a PB and J set up even in the back country. Uh, I know it seems crazy because you got the peanut butter and you got the jam and you're trying to also, people are like, you need bread. And I will say, nay, you do not need bread. You can use tortilla shells. They're easier to pack. And it's still a scrumptious, delicious peanut butter and jelly. I don't know. Sandwich. Quesadilla. A, I mean, it is a sandwich. But it's, it's a sandwich. tortilla shell. But yeah, it's it works fantastic. So I take PB&Js everywhere i go because they're kind of the best food out there and you could i mean you could take a uh a peanut butter and jelly um you could take a a bread if it's not that heavy if you really wanted bread (laughs) it's more about the space when it comes down to it you know when you're in the back country you're trying to minimize weight and space because you are limited in that space and that could be vital um for some other thing that you could you're going to be taking um so that's why mostly it's mostly for space is why for the tortilla shells and it is like true weight yeah no it may and that make that does make sense uh because you don't want a loaf of bread flat i would i would honestly think people would flail it on the back of their <laughs> backpack yeah you do you wouldn't want it to get smushed either and uh yeah. and yeah there's a lot to it but i mean i i really do think you you, you got to do your thinking like that, you know, especially with food. Cause I think that's where in the back country, your weight can really add up because of what you're bringing for food, because you're, when you're camping in the back country, you're, you're stuck to your basic stuff, you, your tent, your hammock, your sleeping bag, right. Your, your sleeping situation. Yeah. Any, any clothes you're bringing extra jackets, pants underwear you know people do that i i bring different underwear because i don't like wearing the same ones day in and day yeah 
you know, uh, on the last episode, Calman does a great job kind of breaking down his pack um, yeah. and things. And he even said he brings a chair. He likes having a chair. So, you know, there, there's those luxury items that he's talking about. You can take those when you're going in the back country. Um, you know, Calman's one of Calman's favorite things for it is a chair. Uh, you know, a luxury item. We talked about it last week for me. It's the ukulele. You know, that's a luxury item for me. I'm going to take it. Well, me, my cameras. Yeah. You don't have to take pictures in the backcountry. No. Heck, you could just take your cell phone if you really wanted. And that takes good, good enough photos for Facebook where most people are sharing them anyway. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, I want my camera. I want my GoPro because I'm going to make videos. I'm going to make, you know, uh, printed pictures around my house, uh, the places I've been. And... I don't know. I think, I think it's cool and unique and everyone has those items, you know, when they camp, they want that. I, I'm, there's probably pillows and blankets people want. And, and that's another question I think people get is like, well, like, yeah, I'm going to bring a sleeping bag. I'm going to bring a tent, but what about the blankets and pillows? And one of the pillows I found to really have liked, it's, it's an Eros pillow, A-E-R-O-S and C to Summit makes it. And essentially, what it folds up, nice little pouch here, right in my hand. It's about as big as both of my fists put together. Um, but you, you, you blow it up, and it, it's air. So I, I blow it up, and I have an actual pillow, and I can put it, and I can put more or less air depending on how I want it. You know, if I want it really firm, which I, I like. Um, but just different things like that in the backcountry or I want to bring a blanket. I, I like having an extra like fleece, really lightweight, small fleece blanket because when I'm moving, I like having my arms outside of my sleeping bag sometimes, but I still want that like sheet over me uh, feeling. So sometimes that's an, a luxury item as well for myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's got their different things for luxury items, um, whether it's you know, ukulele, a pillow, a blanket, or um, you know, I bring a stargazing book, which is pointless unless you're looking at the stars, you know, it does it just kind of takes up space, but I, I like it along with my multi, it sits right next to my multi-tool in my pack, so I can whoop it out real quick. Well, and that's another thing that I keep on me all times uh, going into the back country is a knife, for sure, yeah. I'll have a knife on me. Uh, you know, even just a little pocket, you know, Kershaw pocket knife, uh, something like that is, is good to have. Um, I have a few in my car all at all times. So if I'm usually camping out of my car, I have that. Yeah. Um, I know Matt buddy likes to have that. Uh, I like a headlamp. Oh, headlamps clutch. It's almost a necessity. Yeah, uh, really for a necessity. My use, <laughs> I use them more. I've noticed when I'm working on my Jeep, I, I use them because I'll be in my garage and I'm like looking right down at my engine or whatever I'm doing, and it comes in handy. Yeah, yeah, I, I I love the headlamp I have. Um, it's a great one. It also has the red light, so you oh, can yeah. light up the area without ruining the stars. Um, so you don't have the light pollution from your light, and you can still see a whole lot of stuff. That's a good one. Yeah. No, those don't, I have a, a, this one doesn't do that, but I have a different one that does. And I, I, yeah, that is nice to have. Um, yeah. and it's also not as like bad on people 
No, no, it's not as bad on when you're around a lot of people. It's nice also, but if you get into your campsite kind of late and you have, you need a lot of light, you do want the regular light as well. Um, so that way you can really see what you're doing. Or if you're going to go, uh, pop a squat late at night somewhere, um, you know, you want to be able to see if there's anything out there And the red light while it is great, does not do a whole lot of good long distance, uh, light. No, you're exactly right. You're, you're, you're exactly right. These are nice and they dim some of them dim, which is good. Um, and, and I, I like them. I like having a headlamp. I think they're, they're nice to have. Um, I have them in my Jeep. I actually, if my Jeep, I've have, I have a chair, I have a air compressor, I have, uh, tie downs and all that stuff too. And that, that's when it comes to like my normal camping, I pull my Jeep up. I have all that stuff. I have an ax, a shovel, um, extra gasoline, stuff like that to just be prepared, um, in these situations, you know, it, you never know, uh, if you're, you, especially out here in Montana, I go hunting and you're like, I went fishing and sighting in my guns yesterday with Thea. And it was a place where if I got a flat tire and didn't have a spare, I'm walking five to 20 miles to find a house with someone at that house because of just the area I'm at. So yeah. you got to be prepared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you run into that more than like I do because I'm in a more populated area. Um, or but not as, not as spread out. I feel like when you're going on these kind of the camping trips, people don't think that way, especially people coming from cities sometimes because you're used to being around more things. But go out to Escalante out there in the middle of Utah. Yeah, I you know, yeah. AAA does not go everywhere. <laughs> they'll try or they'll they say they i i talked to a triple a guy the other day here in ashland and uh, he said he went from medford out to crater lake which is oh, a yeah. couple hours <laughs> so yeah that's a long time and it takes a while and 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 there's so many mm-hmm. things that could go wrong and that's why i just i'm prepared i got extra clothes extra water water is a big one i do like even though i will bring my life straw i will make sure to have at least like a gallon of water of some type on standby on my trips bigger trips maybe not hiking necessarily if i'm hiking i'm taking an appropriate amount of water like maybe two water bottles with one being that life straw if it's like a couple hours. Yeah. You need bigger water bottles though. Yes. Um, yes. That's the one thing I noticed about when we were in Hawaii. You need a bigger water bottle. That life straw is is really small. And I, I do get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. But I think that's also why it's small is because it's you could you can just scoop it up. But I I, I do have a big Yeti like jug and I could pack that around. Yeah, um, I, I mean, should. You, need, you need one uh, like a hydro, kind of more like this size. Yeah, no, no you're exact. Uh, you're exactly maybe right. not a hydro, but you know, you need a water bottle like that size. Yeah, you know, I I take I take that. Well, that water bottle that I just showed, I take that literally everywhere. Um, but I have I have two about that size, and I have a Camelback. Um, I pack water. But that's because I'm on team hydrate and not team dihydrate. I'm all about that hydration, you know. So 
I, I preach it in my work. I preach it in my life. Uh, I drink water all day long. So I need all that water uh, just because that's me. But water oh. is super important. When I'm in a car, I try to have a gallon on hand too. Yeah. No, and I actually found out uh, after that horrific experience I had, I could like, honestly, like that's how people die. Like you hear those stories, like they start throwing up and then they just get lost and crazy up there and start doing their own fucking shit. And no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's true. Speaking of that experience, that kind of is a great kind of segue into this week's cool shit in nature. And it's a fortunate one. Um, it's going to be a longer one than we normally do. I'm not going to play the music because uh, it can get drowned out, but we can uh, kind of talk our way through it. Um, but it is the video that Zach made from our Hawaii trip. Yeah, It's up on the YouTube, so you can check it out. But we are also going to be showing it here today on the podcast and for anybody just listening we're going to make sure that we include what you're actually seeing in it um so that way you don't feel like you were left out and you can still enjoy the experience yeah and definitely please go check out the youtube if you want to check out this video i i, I sent it to a few friends uh and, and before we play i sent it to a few friends and uh kind of said hey what 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 do you think you know it's kind of loud there's a lot going on. I tried to keep it, I, but that was kind of the style I was going for here. And uh, Kalman was like, well, that's you. And I was like, all right, everyday backpacker. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, here, we are going to start playing it. Uh, classic sunrise, sunset, time-lapse or slow of the water to start it out. The music, you know, kind of fits it more so the you know throw out our stuff one so you know it's coming from the wandering ways team but we jump straight into the actual hike he died on uh, <laughs> if you're if anyone's curious at the top there uh you can see the views and uh he'll probably say it was worth it well and and it is it's a beautiful you're up on top of these mountains if you've ever been to oahu you look up and you see those mountains you know to be up on top of them to see Honolulu and Kailua from the same spot, you know, to go on some of these beaches and these trails uh, was really cool. And just to walk down them and take videos and shots and scenic views. Um, I yeah. loved it, man. I mean, Hawaii was great. Yeah, Hawaii was, you know, being up on the Mount Olympus, which is what the, a lot of the most shots here are of, is like fantastic. I mean, it's classic what we wanted out of it. Um, and then here now is Mauna Kea, which again, you're way up high. You're seeing some cool things. Uh, I want to point out how many of these uh, telescopes there are. And another point out that we just don't need another one up there, everybody. <laughs> we Honestly, don't need another one up there. That's so, leave it the way it is. It's so cool. Mauna Kea yeah. is great. Just, yeah, but. That's I, walking at that uh, preserve in Oahu too, which was awesome. Yeah, the uh, botanical garden. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's where some of these shots are, you can see. I mean, that's why there's a cacti uh, in Hawaii. It's not really <laughs> native to Hawaii. No. see some cacti. <laughs> but there we are. There's me. And I tried to edit it to make me look like uh, 
walking up the hill there with my arms out on the plants, you know, with the filter I use to make it kind of... I mean, it's a good shot because, you know, you're going up, you can see how steep at parts it was. Especially so, here with you. Look yeah, I mean, we were literally climbing like hands and knees at places. And that it's a thick kind of slimy clay. No, and then the ropes and look yeah. at just like your your 10, 15 body lengths ahead of me, uh, below me. You know what I mean? Like it's far. Yeah, I mean, there were some real times when we're just going like straight up almost um, to climb, which is what made that hike fun um, in the grand scheme of it. And then we got to see a turtle on the big, I got to see a turtle on the big island and I got to show it off. Uh, yeah, uh, if you haven't seen the turtle, then you haven't been following along with any of our stuff, because this turtle made an appearance for at least two months after the trip. It was cool, man. Oh, yeah, hands down. It was such a cool trip <laughs> for you. Uh, snorkeling was a lot of fun, because I'd never yeah. done it before. It was pretty, man. These fish are cool. It's right here is a school of a bunch of fish, uh, and then mm -hmm. just various other ones that I had encounters with. Um <laughs> You're probably, if you're watching from the YouTube podcast, it's grainy because we're doing it over Zoom, but if you... Yeah, yeah, you want to watch the main video to really get the feel for it, because it's got the music with it, too. Exactly. I'm curious what you thought about this one, huh? The Mark, the Mark scene of him playing... <laughs> I mean, it's just this classic ukulele, just yeah. trying to play it whenever and wherever. It's my favorite thing to take anywhere I travel. Because it's a great conversation starter. It is. And so, then the, the lava tube, the birds. Yeah, this is actually in the park, the national park on uh, the big island. And um, then the crater. Yeah, no lava. There's lava now, literally, but not when we were there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's, that's it, nature for you. <laughs> it stopped for like a couple months. And then the beautiful waterfalls and the beautiful views. Uh, there's some of the shots when we're at the at the park, as well as at the uh, the southernmost point of the U.S., um, and especially there with the wall. Yeah. And again, I want to reiterate: like I felt eerie at that point at the at the at the southernmost point of. I just it it felt interesting to be there. Yeah, it, that's what you were saying. It was just like almost like this was supposed to be a native place and let it be native. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And um, I, I definitely understand the feeling you had with it. Because um, I, I, I got that feeling too. Uh, maybe not as like strong as like when we were on Mauna Kea. But um, definitely like you kind of got that feeling like that was um, their, their spot. Um, Almost disrespectful to be a tourist there. And that's how I felt. Like, I'm just coming here to take a picture and I'm going to get back in my car and leave. And you're sitting here fishing and not even benefiting from people coming to your, like, native, like, lands. Like, you guys have probably fished there for, I'm going to say, thousands of years. Because um, the, there's Hawaiian people have been there for thousands of years. So, but yeah, that was a cool video. I, I, I you know, we did, a, I got a lot of cell phone shots. And that's why I did the uh, the horizontal look too, just because I wanted to incorporate that, but I didn't want the footage to be all like small. Ah, okay. I was kind of curious uh, what your inspiration for that style of uh, video was when I watched it. Uh, yeah. 
again, if you do want to check it out, if you're just listening, um, go to the YouTube channel, check out the video. It's up. It's up on the YouTube right now as you're listening. So you could actually probably um, just stop listening, watch that video, then come back and join us as we continue on. Thank you, Wanderers, for checking us out. Uh, make sure that you are hitting that like button, that subscribe button, leaving us a review on the iTunes, on the Spotify's, or wherever that you are checking out this podcast today. Uh, we really appreciate it. Any kind of feedback, uh, we love it. Uh, make sure to check out the YouTube so you can see our uh, beautiful faces instead of just listening to those beautiful voices. But uh, hit the like and subscribe button there, too, to see all of the fun Wandering Way stuff. Yeah, on the YouTube too, make sure to check out those videos like Mark's amazing 30-day road trip where he lived out of the back of a Jeep. And if you want to commemorate it, go ahead and pick yourself up that Wandering Way swag in the Linktree bio, click the swag button. If you're just on YouTube or Google or some sort of thing, go teespring.com slash Wandering Ways. You'll find us. You'll find socks. You'll find shirts. You'll find whatever you want to put our logo on and you can have it for sure. And maybe you only like one of the Wandering Ways team members here and you want to check out maybe just me personally because obviously I might be the better one. Uh, check me out, Reverend Marcus on the Instagram, on the Twitter. I got some fun stuff there. Hey, and you might be into Jeeps. You could check out my Jeep, the Rougarou. You might be into adventures. Check out Zach of Wandering Ways. Who knows? You can find it all with us at Wandering Ways, the nature podcast. Yeah, let's keep wandering on. With some of our favorite like gear to have while out hiking, camping, all of that stuff. Um Another another gear item I like is my binoculars. Um, I like bringing a pair of binos with me, especially if I'm going to Yellowstone Park. Um, but that usually entails me bringing my car because uh, I live close to it. So I'm going to just drive there. I'm not going to rent a car. I'm not going to fly. I'm not going to bring that gear. Um, and I, I bring my binoculars. They are always in my Jeep. So if I'm in my Jeep, I have a pair with me. But especially if I'm going to go to places where I think I will encounter animals that might be further away or hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yellowstone's a prime place to have a, a good set of binoculars um, to be at because you can get like in the Lamar Valley where everything is really kind of like open. Uh, you're in the valley. Um, so you can see, you can check out the buffalo in the distance, or uh, maybe there's a bear off in the distance you want to uh, spot out. Um, you know, so having a pair of binoculars is pretty clutch um, to do that kind of thing. Um, one of the things that I enjoyed, um, I actually haven't taken it on many um, like adventures lately. Um, and that's mainly because I don't use my GoPro as much anymore. But it's my old monopod. Um, I really like the monopod uh, for two reasons. One, I use it for my GoPro. I can take shots with it. Um, with the GoPro, it acts as a good like kind of stabilizer. I have an older GoPro, the Hero 4, so the stabilization is not as good as the GoPros now. 
but where the added benefit of having a monopod came in, uh, especially the one I have, is it acts as a hiking stick. So mm-hmm. I can go and climb up things better. I can hook onto it just like a, any ordinary hiking stick. So it had dual purpose for me, which is why. And it was small to pack. Honestly, it's a really sweet monopod um, in the yeah. grand scheme of it. I got one for my GoPro and I love it. I use it. I mean, it's been it's been on the, the Green River down there in Kentucky. It's been to Cuyahoga National Park, Glacier National Park. You know, it's my go-to. It's it's nice to use. And that's another thing. When it comes to my cameras, and I know you kind of think this way too, because you got into the Super 8 uh, footage and you haven't sent that in. So we got another cool shit in nature Hawaii video coming once Mark gets around to editing his video in yes. 2022. But, but... I I like to talk about how, like, sometimes I'll go on a trip, especially Yellowstone Park, because I've been there so many times. And more frequently, I'll just take my camera to Yellowstone. And I'm looking for those moments that I want to capture on camera. Um, You know, sometimes you go to a place and you are like, I'm I'm going to Yellowstone. I want to buy a camera because I see all these great pictures. I want that. And I say, do it if you're into that. But, um, I do want to say like sometimes it takes away from you're focused on that or if you're taking like sometimes I've juggled my GoPro and my camera and I'm like I'm not getting good of either because when I'm yeah. with my camera I wish I had my GoPro if I was with my GoPro I wish I had my camera because like oh we encountered this fox well I had my GoPro if I would have had long lens I would have got cool shots of my camera so there's those type of moments so what has really helped me is saying, I'm going to do this and this only today. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually a good point. Um, you know, being able to uh, separate because it, it can take away from the moment for one, because you're thinking like, Oh, is this is a GoPro or is it a camera moment? Um, and then two, you're, you're, you're juggling these two um, and you may not have picked the right moment for uh, the right camera for that moment so you know do finding that out is a good um good way i like i have the super 8 camera i like that one um because i'm trying to actually not capture the in nature moments but actually probably more behind the scenes um in that part of the adventure that you don't always see in videos um in the super 8 adds a cool um style to it um, along with my other just like kind of I know that's why I'm very I really have been pushing and 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 you guys are gonna you guys I want to know what you think uh our wanderers so please again like I said shoot us an email message us on the Instagrams but we are wanting kind of behind the scenes trying to plan a trip with everyday backpacker and he too rocks a GoPro I think he just got the 10 I saw on Facebook or Instagram he posted um so he's getting the new he's got the new one and and i am curious because the different art perspectives that you me and him all bring with our different various creativities when it comes to the videos we make you know go and i try and do best on the youtube when you look at our youtube page at the videos we've created to say from ranger zach's perspective or reverend mark's perspective because these are like videos are a true art form you know, it, it, it's like a painting, you know, the, the filters used, the, the transitions, the way the story is trying to be portrayed to you 
is is kind of I think what you got to look for uh what the adventure was about you know so uh and we all have a very unique perspective to our videos and I'm interested to see when we do the same adventure what oh yeah that would be come of it you know yeah that would be that would be an interesting little take um perspective wise to see um because you are right uh one thing I plan on um when I go backpacking, like backcountry kind of stuff or long-term like trips. So like I thought of this when I went to Hawaii, I think of this when I go on like road trips. Um, and this is a uniquely me thing because I am the poster child for caffeine addiction. So I plan my caffeine out and coffee is my number way of getting number one way of getting it because coffee is the sweetest thing known to mankind is ever ever found um so i have a i have a french press filter for my jet boil um, that i can make coffee at a campsite i can enjoy coffee at a campsite um, but there are times where i can't get that cup of coffee and uh, i go from happy go lucky to grumpy 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 if i don't get my caffeine fixed so i pack with me caffeine gum and there is no plug on this like i said there's no affiliation i sure do wish i was affiliated with this company um but neuro gum is the is the gum company i use for it it's just caffeine gum it gives me just a kick it's important for me uh, to keep me going it's just again that's a luxury item and it's only a pack it's not like that big so it can fit in a lot of places but it's one of those unique things. It's a hiking gear thing I think about. That's why I'm sharing it with you. Um, I may be giving you away my secrets to being so uh, positive and happy is with all this caffeine. Um, but I think it's important for you guys all to know. Uh, another couple items I use, and they mainly fall um, on the, the camp, like from a car, you're at a KOA, those type of campgrounds where you're not necessarily going in the backcountry, even though the cot I have is designed for the backcountry. It's a Helionox cot, and I really do love the brand uh, Helionox because it's lightweight packing material. That's how they design everything. So if you do want that chair in the backcountry, you do want that cot, it is possible. I've never taken mine in the backcountry because I'm okay with sleeping on a sleeping bag on the ground or a hammock in the trees. But when it comes to a campground or extra people staying at the cabin for the 4th of July or, oh, you're going to here and need a, need a cot, you know, you can sleep on a sleeping bag, you know, I'll bring it because it's, it's just a little bit nicer of something to sleep on. Um, and it's real, it's a real nice cot, uh, Helinox. And then this other thing I have, I'll bring around sometimes if there's mosquitoes, it's a thermocell uh, mosquito, like it's an electrical thing. And uh, it's a mosquito protection zone, and it kind of sets like some uh, smells off and keeps mosquitoes away. That's nice. Those Healy, what is it Healy Knox? Um, those are really nice. I've sat in the, your chair. I haven't sat in the cot, but I've sat in that chair, and it is nice. It's a comfy chair, and it packs down really small, which is a huge plus. So uh, can confirm it's a good uh, buy. And great customer service because I've had issues with the chairs where actually someone sat on the chair wrong and it bent the like arm so it broke the arm, but I sent it in and they fixed it. 
Oh, nice. nice. And Another they'll blast. even, yeah, yeah. They're great customer service. So that's, that's good. It's nice that you have that mosquito thing. Cause I hate those damn mosquitoes, man. I, uh, I try everything I can to not, they say eat a lot of garlic and uh, the mosquitoes will stop buzzing around you. But I've also noticed if you eat a lot of garlic, people will stop being around you too. So, um, yeah, you know, one thing I've just owned it. That you get bit my mosquitoes. You've just owned yeah, it. I've just owned it. Do you get bit a lot? Yes and no. See, I get uh, alive, and I get like massive craters or mountains on me. This year, surprisingly, wasn't that bad here in Montana. We have bad years, so I wasn't put. I I didn't put bug spray on once. I got bit a few times, but it's that yeah, native I mean, blood, I guess. Huh? I don't ever. I don't. I rarely put on bug spray because I don't like the smell of bug spray. So. <laughs> Um, well, Jared, uh, here he, he did listen to one episode and the one I talked shit about him on the drone, but he was like, you know what, Zach, you're right. I do got a lot going on and I had to justify it as a purchase. I'm like, yeah, but he, oh my God, dude, bug spray. Oh, he'll, he'll, he will not go like, he will, will be like, we're going fishing and then we'll show up he will be done like just immediately like oh i forgot bug spray i want to go home and you're like they're not even mosquitoes they're just like black bugs landing on you like calm the fuck down i mean everyone's got their thing i, I have i have been surrounded like ungodly amount by bugs and it's not fun <laughs> it is not fun being just surrounded like that i remember being up in alaska you just see just a cloud around you and mosquitoes or sand flies you know whatever kind of bug that flies and bites you you know it needs to get rid of them i'm all for getting rid of them well i'm sorry but they're they're around to stay at well, least we do actually need them that they are important for the whole ecosystem you know birds feed on them amphibians fish you know things do eat on bugs so they are very important but they need to just leave me the hell alone is what really needs to happen. <laughs> Which is fair. Which is fair. Yeah. I don't think it's asking much. I don't think it's asking too much. Um, no. But, yeah, so that kind of brings us to the end of kind of some big hiking gear things that we uh, like to take on the trips. You know, we talked about things we bring backcountry versus not backcountry. Um, you know, we could have spent hours on breaking down literally everything we bring on a trip. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, I think you just need to understand like our main basic setups from our sleeping to our food items, to some of the luxury items, to the cameras and stuff that we bring. Um, and you know, to just everything in general, in the general sense of what we do on these trips. So that's why we wanted to bring this kind of episode to you guys um if you do have questions of the actual products that we use don't feel free to reach out again to the the email wandering ways podcast at gmail.com 
Um, honestly, we want to hear what you guys have. Maybe we missed on something or you have a question like, hey, I like bringing this. What do you guys think about that? Shoot it our way. We love to discuss and talk about these topics because there's so we just like helping each other out, you know, because this is all it is, is, you know, we love going outdoors and so do you guys. And it's probably why you're listening. So hundred percent. Yeah. And, um, you know, reach out on the Instagrams, uh, check out the YouTube. Um, if you want other gear advice, real general gear advice, that's not from myself or Zach, make sure to check out last week's episode with everyday backpacker Calman. Cause he does tell us, um, like he talks about his weight of the pack, but he does mention like some big things that he meant, like looks and how you pack when you are going the back country. So it's super helpful. Check out his stuff too, because he does have a lot of stuff on his YouTube page um, about packing and everything. So if you are interested in any of that, make sure to check out all the places out. Um, but this does transition us into the final words. So final words, my guy. You know, guys, we love you so much. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to bring you the best episodes that we can um, because we love going outdoors. It's so fun. Uh, I make a thing of it. Like I said, every day I try and every weekend, like I can't believe it's already, you know, this episode I believe is coming out in November and it's already fucking November. Like, oh my God, like... It feels like just yesterday we were in Hawaii and that was June. And even before it, I feel like I was just with Jared at Silver Falls in Oregon in, in January. And it's almost a new January. So just cherish the time you have, the moments you have. Use those moments. Um, don't, you know, don't waste your time. Don't sit at home on days that you could go outside. Um, it sucks doing stuff alone. I am, I am someone, you know, Thea works six days on, eight days off. And those six days, she's not in Billings here. But I am still making the most of it. I'm finding my way to a river. I'm finding my way to a mountain. Um, I've designed my kayak to make it the ultimate, like, bachelor pad kayak by myself. Go fishing. Do whatever I want. Kayak. So do that. Find something you love. And, and, and just keep at it because this is fun. And we love you guys. So if you want stickers, hit me up. Got them holographic ones. Yo, they're cool. All right, that's it. Reverend's final words of wisdom is stay beautiful, everybody. Can't tell you how much I appreciate you all. You guys are all amazing, wonderful people. And I truly, truly appreciate everything you guys do, listening and communicating, all that fun stuff um you know also please make sure if you want the other side of the reverend the fitness side as some of my athletes have started calling me the reverend of rehab uh go ahead check out the unathletictrainer.com um it's the health and fitness side of it it does involve outdoors you know because i like to ride my bike and i'm training for a triathlon which is all outdoors trail running all that fun stuff hopefully give you some fun helpful health and fitness tips um, i do a lot with like books that i'm currently reading and the training programs that i'm currently doing um, or just whatever i'm nerding out on at the time so check it out the unathletictrainer.com um, for that uh, that being said you know stay beautiful everybody bye